Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, as always. Check us out over on www.masterthenec.com. All the courses we offer, we got something to help you learn the National Electrical Code much better. But thanks for taking the time out of your day to join me here on our podcast. Again, our podcasts are available on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, all of the, what, um, Spotify, that's where I listen to it. All of the popular podcast platforms, you can find our podcast by just searching for Master the NEC. Okay, three separate words, Master the NEC. And you can find us and subscribe to us and listen on all your favorite platforms. Uh, You can also listen from our website because we have a special feature and it's browser-based. So you can listen to everything there if you want as well, straight from your device, Apple, um, uh, the um, Androids, whatever you want tablets, it doesn't matter. But you can also listen over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash master the NEC. Be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. Uh, if you want to join our, our private uh, community over on the YouTube channel, there's a join button there. It's a small monthly commitment to get access to private exclusive information. And we have a lot more coming there because we're going to take all of our live shows that we do on Wednesday nights and actually move them over to the paid platform. So if you're interested in staying up with us on that, you want to go over there and join that. And again, exclusive, you can ask all your questions. Uh, we'll have uh, training sessions on all things, not just exam prep, but literally everything kind of like what we're doing today. Uh, and we're going to talk about a specific area of the residential code today. Uh, but again, there's going to be some great stuff available over there for all you subscribers. So go over there and give it a look. It's a We appreciate everybody that supports us through that platform. All right, so today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about two uh, receptacle placement requirements in the National Electrical Code that, again, uh, should be pretty straightforward, but again, does cause some confusion. So we want to make sure that we uh, address them and make it as clear as possible when it comes to the uh, application of the National Electrical Code when it comes to receptacle placement in hallways under 210.52H and foyers, 210.52I. Now, hallways is pretty straightforward. I think most people understand the hallway, but in our Fast Tracks program, uh, we routinely will have a question that deals with hallways uh, and uh, foyers, and a a percentage of the students have trouble with it. They seem to struggle with uh, what the threshold is for uh, dealing with uh, receptacle placements. Now, remember, we're not talking about the requirements for branch circuits here, okay? Because these hallways and these foyer receptacles that are required in there, um, they are able to be supplied from other branch circuits uh, in the dwelling, okay? This is not about dedicated circuits just for a foyer or just for a hallway. Now, the actual use of these receptacles in these areas are probably very limited, Okay, because it is hallways, it is foyers, probably going to be used for things like vacuum cleaners and maybe a lamp uh, if your foyer is of any adequate size. Uh, And so that's really what these are going to be about. But the code requires them, and there's a minimum requirement, which is what the National Electrical Code is. It's a minimum requirement. You always have the option to go above and beyond the minimums if you wish. Uh, But again, a lot of people produce things to the minimum standard, Uh, And then, of course, if somebody wants more receptacles and things like that, then again, it just costs more money because it does take more labor. It does take more material. So, again, you should be compensated for that. So um, always advocate for 
uh, good communication with people during the design process or walking through dwellings with your uh, homeowner or designer or builder and make sure that everybody's on the same page when it comes to placement and, and everything like that. Okay, just going to get rid of some headaches that you might have later on if you don't kind of square that stuff up right away. All right, so we're going to look at 210.52H hallways. And I should remind you, I am in the 2020 edition of the National Electrical Code, but I will tell you that nothing changed from the 2017 to the 2020 edition. So for all of you out, and when it comes to hallways and foyers, that is. So for those that are out there listening and you're in the 2017 code or you're just getting ready to migrate to the 2017 code uh, or you're going from the 2017 to the 2020 there's no, there's no change here. So you can listen today using your 2017 code book or 2020 code book. It doesn't really matter. If you're around the, the job site with a bunch of your guys and, and you're kind of bringing them together, we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast at their morning meeting uh, and they get kind of their code tip of the day rather than having to come up with their self. Uh, they'll listen to this podcast and I think that's a great thing and I get a lot of emails from people that do that. So again, kudos to you uh, for at least wanting to educate your people. That's the, the key to everything is education. All right, so let's look at 210.52H for hallways. Now, we're talking about dwelling unit hallways because, again, hallways in a commercial building, there's no requirements for receptacles generally in placement anyway. You can put them wherever the engineer wants them. But when it comes to dwelling units, we're going to have a lot of requirements in 210.52 that are requirements that we have to do. We have to meet it as a minimum Okay, minimum standard. And so 210.52H is no different. But here's how it reads. It says in dwelling units. So we're very clear this is a dwelling unit requirement. Uh, And also I should quantify something. When you see dwelling unit, this does not just mean single family dwelling. It also means the individual dwelling units of a multifamily dwelling. Okay, Uh, so when you see the term dwelling unit or dwelling units, uh, it is applying to single family dwellings. Two-family dwellings, multifamily dwellings, um, but it's not applying to the commercial hallways of a commercial building that might have individual dwelling units within it, like an apartment complex, things like that. You with me? So this is very much driven to the dwelling unit, and that's why it's written this way. Uh, Some people would say, why don't they say in single-family dwellings, two-family dwellings, and individual dwelling units of a multifamily? Because they don't really need to. This this applies to all dwelling units across the scope. Okay. Now, here's what it says. It says, hallways of 10 feet or more in length shall have at least one receptacle outlet. Okay, so the first thing that we can quantify here is that if the hallway is nine feet in length, then it's not going to require a receptacle outlet, right? If it is 10 foot or more in length, it's going to require at least one. If the hallway is 50 feet long, and that's a very big dwelling unit, by the way, but again, might as well go to extreme. If it was 50 feet long, it would still only require one receptacle outlet. Of course, remember the outlet is the box, the receptacle is the device that goes in the outlet. Okay. All right. So the next thing we need to know is, okay, how do we measure this 10 foot? What, what, what breaks this measurement? Does, you know, like when we're doing six foot, 12 foot for receptacle layouts in 21052A in a, in a dwelling unit, we know that hallways, uh, door openings, things like that will break our measurement. Okay. When we're measuring along the floor line, uh, six feet from a door opening and then the next one, 
can be at 12 feet away so that no point along the wall line is more than than uh, six feet from a receptacle. We get that. But this one, how does it differ in the measurement style? Well, that's what we get into the second part here. And it says, as used in this subsection, okay, so we're talking about subsection H, hallways. It says the hallway length shall be considered the length along the center line of the hallway without passing through a doorway. Now, to me, you can go to Webster's and you can look up doorway, and it has some kind of relationship with a door that you can actually close off that portion uh, of the hallway. Okay, so if I'm measuring from one doorway and I go down the center of the hallway and I get to another doorway with a door that can actually segregate that hallway and close it off, then that ends my measurement. So if that hallway between doorway to doorway is 10 feet, then I have to have at least one, and I can put it wherever I want in that hallway, okay? Wherever it's most convenient. Obviously, we want to be, you know, have a lot of thought about placement. You don't want to stick it in the corner, okay? Uh, put it where it's going to be pretty central. At your choice. You're the designer. You, you get to design that. Uh, but we have to have one in there. Now, that can be fed from any other general purpose branch circuit that's, that's in that dwelling. It's not going to be an issue. It's going to be used very minimally, probably, probably just for probably vacuum cleaners or something like that, or for our case, probably a little night light or air freshener, uh, something like that. But reality is, this is a receptacle placement requirement. Now, what's important to realize is that if I have a hallway that turns a right angle, that the process of measuring down the center line would mean that I measure down the center to the center part of that right angle, and then I turn and I measure down the center part and continue on down uh, past that right angle. So I'm measuring all the way down the center line. And again, the measurement of 10 feet continues. So it could be, you know, I could go six feet down, uh, six feet, six inches down one hall, and then it turns 90 degrees and then it goes another three foot, six inches. Well, that's 10 feet. I'm going to have to have a receptacle in that hallway. Okay. Uh, the only thing that breaks this center line measurement is when I go through a doorway, okay? And we're not talking about a deviation in the hall, maybe an architectural deviation. We're talking a doorway, the ability to close off or segregate that hallway from another hallway, okay? And that's going to make a difference because then you're going to treat the other hallway as a new hallway. But again, um, we're sticking to the hallway model, so you're going to measure down the center line, and if it turns to the left or turns to the right, you just simply... Make that turn with it and measure, continue your measurement all the way down the center line until you get to the doorway, and that's where your measurement stops, okay? So that's how we do it. So again, if I have a hallway that's only eight feet, not requiring a receptacle, although prudence sometimes in my design, I probably put one there. Again, it doesn't cost all that much, uh, and I probably walked with the customer during the layouts, and they probably wanted one. So again, I'm going to give them one. I'm not giving it for free, but I'm going to give them one. Um, but if it is a 11-foot hallway, uh, then I'm required to have one in there. And I'm going to look for a central location that's going to allow it to be actually utilized. You know, I wouldn't be a, let's say I had a, a 10-foot hallway, but then it turned right angles and went three feet. Uh, I'm not going to put it in that last three feet, okay? I'm going to come back and try to get it centralized because that's overall 13 feet. I'm going to try to get it somewhere centralized, okay, so it can be utilized adequately at both ends. Uh, that's just me. Um, but again, nothing would say you couldn't. 
Again, put it in there. There's no placement requirement on where you have to have it. We have no six foot, twelve foot rule. We have none of that in there. You put it where you want. Okay. Um, so with, within reason, obviously, um, we have to remember the general rules is you, you you're not going to put that receptacle and you're going to have it you know more than five and a half feet above the floor because obviously that's uh it should be a common sense thing. But you know, well we'll we'll say that. Um, after, after November 3rd, I'm not sure how much common sense is out anymore, but you know what? I'm obviously, I'm not going to get political. So there we go. All right. So that's your hallway. Now let's look at 210.52i. This is dealing with the foyer. Now, what is a foyer? Now, the first thing we would tend to do is say, okay, a foyer is probably somewhere we enter into the main dwelling unit and we enter into a foyer and, um, it's an area that's probably going to have hallways that branch off of it to go to other areas of the dwelling. Okay, um, makes sense. And we're thinking, okay, that's that's what we're dealing with. That's we have some kind of understanding now. A couple of cycles ago, um, I can't remember exactly when that foyer came in. It was a result of the fact that you had this this ante room that you would enter into, and you would have other rooms that that kind of branch off of it or hallways that branch off of it that truly are hallways. They're transitions between one room to another room type of scenario. And so we needed to know what was this room. Now, this wasn't a room like a living room. Uh, it wasn't like a bedroom. It's not one of those similar rooms that are going to be covered in uh, in 210.52a. What was it? And what we did know is that we needed to have more receptacles in there because people weren't putting any receptacles in there. So people would put lamps in there and entryways and uh, it's a transition. Maybe you have stairs that go upstairs or downstairs in a hallway or maybe a den. And you had this 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 gathering of an entry space, and we didn't know what to do with it. So we call it a foyer. And if you look up a definition of foyer in the Merriam-Webster, okay, it is telling us that it is an anteroom uh, or a, an area that's a, an entrance area. It's kind of like a hallway but like a vestibule. But an anteroom is a small uh, outer room that leads to another room, okay? Or it's often used as a waiting area. So that is probably the best. Uh, and, you know, it would be nice in our definitions to have foyers and in parentheses, anteroom, because I feel that's a better description of what we're working with. Uh, although I have not submitted a public input for that, I don't feel like having to justify that. But anyway, you get our point. And I think we get it. Now, the good news is in 210.52i, we do have a square footage requirement to kick in for these receptacles that we now need in this foyer if it qualifies as a foyer. Now, a lot of times you might come straight into a dwelling, for example, uh, and whether it's a single family, multifamily, uh, two-family dwelling, whatever it is, you come into the dwelling unit, let's say, and when you enter into it, it is very much just a hallway, Right. So then you're going to use 210.52H. It's, it's a hallway. And you, you very much use that, that guide. Okay, that's your, that's your guide. Uh, and again, remember that we're in 210.52. So when people say, well, what about other foyers? Again, we're, 210.52 is dwelling unit receptacle outlets. Don't lose sight where we're at. Stay focused. We're talking about dwellings now. Just because you didn't see any wording that said in dwelling units, we are still very much talking about dwelling units. Okay, keep the focus. Keep the focus. It's not just me that has ADD. I promise you, there's a lot of people out there that do. Okay, so let's read what it says about foyers. 
And then we can determine whether or not this foyer is not a hallway and it is truly a foyer so that we know how to address this for the receptacle placement. It says, per the National Electrical Code, it says foyers that are not part of a hallway in accordance with 210.52H, which we just looked at, and that have an area that is greater than 60 square feet shall have a receptacle located in each wall space three feet or more in width. Okay, now before I finish this, let's talk about something. You could have an area that you enter into that is simply just a hallway. My house, you enter into it, it's just a hallway, right? Um, it is not a foyer. It, uh, in fact, in my house, you come straight into it. Next thing, you're, you're right in the dining room area, okay? It's just kind of how it opens up. So you have to determine whether or not you actually have a foyer or you actually have really just an entry that is going into a hallway, okay? And, of course, the one key thing is even if you classify it as a hallway, then, again, it's pretty easy. You go to 210.52H, and you start doing the measuring from that doorway that you come into, and you start measuring and you can determine if you need a receptacle in there or not. Now, in my case, it opens up into another room. Once it opens up into another room, you have to create this imaginary uh, line of demarcation between the entry hallway and the actual room itself. And then, of course, your room spacing requirement kicks in, and you just follow your normal requirements of 210.52a. Okay, so you you know that's why we get the big bucks. We have to make that decision, that determination. Uh, the code is just guidance. Again, it's not going to take the place of common sense. Uh, people like to think it would, but that's not its purpose. Uh, it's a minimum standard, and again, that's why you're skilled. You have to make these decisions. So if you determine that it is not a hallway, you're entering into a foyer, which again, you can look up the definition of an anteroom, and we qualify that, and we say, okay, what's the next thing? It's not a hallway. Is the area of this space greater than 60 square feet? It has to be greater than 60, not just 60. Another mistake people make. It says greater than 60. So, you know, 60 and one inch, 60 and half an inch, whatever. It's got to be greater than 60 square feet. I keep saying inching, but you know what I mean. It's got square footage wise. Uh, I don't know why I said inches. It's got to be greater than 60 square feet. So 60 and a half, 60 and a quarter. I don't know. But once it gets greater than 60 square feet, then the receptacle requirement kicks in and says, all right. Any wall space that is three feet or more in width is going to require a receptacle. Now, that doesn't matter whether the wall space is three feet or eight feet or six feet or ten feet, one receptacle in that space. Now, what if I have multiple spaces that are separated by doorways and things like that? Then you treat each space separately in the foyer. And any of those spaces that are three feet or more in width is going to require a receptacle. Now, where you put it on the wall is totally up to you. How you want to put it closer to the left, to the right, in the center, for pretty looks and whatever, that's up to you. Now, what gives us this rule to tell us this as far as this breaking up of spaces? The very last line says, doorways, door side windows that extend to the floor and similar openings shall not be considered wall space. Okay, so any doorway that's going to break that wall space, just like when we're doing the 6 and 12 foot, the floor line, and you have a doorway, it breaks the measurement. Okay, it ends your measuring process. Same thing here. So you could have a foyer that has other rooms that branch off of it. 
then you're only going to measure the, the wall space between the doorway where you entered into the foyer along the wall to that doorway that maybe enters into a den, and that breaks your wall space. So now, what is the width of that physical wall space? If it's three feet or more, then I got to put a receptacle there. Then you go to the other side of that den's doorway and start your measurement again. If I have a wall space there that's only two feet, and then it has a hallway that enters further into the dwelling, then that two feet's not going to require me to put a receptacle there because it's not three feet or more. Then I go to the other side of that hallway opening and I start my measurement again. Maybe I'm in this foyer and now I've got an eight-foot wall space. Then guess what? You're going to have at least one receptacle in that wall space because it is three feet or more in width. Okay. Uh, and again, any opening in that space, any doorways, uh, any door side windows uh, that extend to the floor uh, or similar openings, Okay, And when we say similar openings, that's kind of a catch-all because you could have those openings that are not doorways. They're just transitions from one room to another that don't have doors on it. We don't have that same rule in the hallway. Remember how it reads? But in this case, similar openings can be other openings that are going to break the floor line as you're measuring around the wall. At that point, you have to use that kind of judgment to determine, does this actually break my measurement? Okay, Um, so sometimes I've seen bigger foyers that have fireplaces and things like that. And of course, that's a similar opening that's going to break the floor line. And you're going to only measure the wall space that doesn't have a break. Okay, so again, that's how you do the foyer. Uh, That's going to require you. So let's say I had four. I mean, we have a foyer that I come into into your dwelling and I have a room to the left, room to the right uh, or maybe a stairway to the right. Um, and I've got wall spaces, and I've got four wall spaces in there that are three feet or more in width, and I'm not counting the space that's the doorways to the hallway uh, or the uh, doorway to the den and things like that, then I've got to have four receptacles in there, and that's significant. Now, these receptacles are not required to be uh any individual brand circuit to them. They can be off of the general lighting or whatnot. It doesn't really matter, Uh, but they have to be installed. So this is very much a receptacle outlet uh, requirement and not so much requiring any type of dedicated or individual brand circuit to them. They can be supplied by the general purpose circuits, uh, brand circuits, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, This is about making sure the receptacle outlets are actually there. Not about what supplies power to them. Okay. All right. So that's an important thing to remember. So we're just trying to determine where we need to put them in the number. Okay. So that's pretty much all I wanted to cover in today's episode. Hopefully, you got something out of it. Again, we'll be doing a lot of these little shorter ones under 30 minutes that kind of dabble in it. You know me, I can't do 10 minute stuff. I can't even do one minute stuff. I got too much stuff to get out. But hopefully, you understand how to do that measurement. And it uh, makes it a little easier in the nuances of the code language. Kind of sometimes can make it difficult, but again, we make it uh, simple and easy for you to apply. Until next time, folks, stay safe, take care, and God bless.